On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we are hanging out at Lobos Coffee Roasters here in Autobahn Park. That means wolf. Does it? Yeah. Okay. It's wolf coffee. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm not selfish. I'm just a staunch advocate of my own happiness. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brendan, I call that self-care. Uh, I do too. And it's not just for Saturdays anymore. It's for every day. Every single day. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, selfish every day. 2021. Be selfish every day. <laughs> <laughs> Here on Bungalow the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, and that includes Audubon Park, where we are today. Yeah, we're here at uh, Lobos Coffee Roasters. Yeah. Am, I, am I saying that right? Yeah. Lobos? Yeah, you know you what I mean. Right you put a little spice uh, in lo- it. <laughs> Was that spice? Lobos. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, your mouth got a little uh-huh. sexy. Yeah. It's like... Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually the guy's the owner's last name has really has wolf in the back. What's you know? his first name? Los? Is it Los Lobos? Los Lobos. Like sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to destroy that image. I think that's great. <laughs> uh, it's delicious. It opened up at a former Marathon gas station, Kitty Corner from Seven Eleven. And right across the street from the Another new... gas station. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three gas station thing. Uh, across the street, though, is the new Salty Donut. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I love that they turn this into something other than just another gas station, which is usually what happens with gas stations. Yeah, they didn't tear it down either. They just, they, they like, renovate it. That's yeah. called adaptive reuse. I like it. Which I'm a big fan of. Are the tanks still below the No, I think they ground? had to take them out. They had to take them out? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You couldn't make that like a secret little coffee tasting uh, area. <laughs> you could like a speakeasy. Yeah, go down to the tank. <laughs> Sounds like a submarine. What would it be? Cold pour. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your week like, John? What's happening? Uh, pretty, pretty average week. Nothing too exciting. Staying around the house because uh, COVID is running rampant in the country and Florida. Uh, it really, like, we're going to get into that, but we could talk about it right now because how Advent Health has just entered red status. Mm-hmm. That doesn't uh, sound good. Red's usually not good. No, like the anyone who watches Star Trek or you know <laughs> submarine movies knows <laughs> when the red lights are on, you bat in the hatches and that's, hold on. That's right. And uh, they were only in yellow status for a couple of days before hitting red status, and they've been in green status forever. They're getting like twenty thousand cases a day now. Yeah, positives. They had never had below ten thousand a day. In Florida since December 28th. Yeah, so. it's, been a, it's been a while. Plus, like, all these folks are getting vaccinated, which is great. Right. At the Orange County Convention Center and other places in the region. Did you see those videos of folks in Daytona, like, waiting overnight yeah, just yeah. to get a, to their vaccine? They're That's doing crazy. it here. People are lining up. As soon as, as soon as it ends, people are like, well, we might as well just camp out here. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sort of, I mean, I'm glad they're getting them and I'm glad people can, but it's kind of kind of sad like you there there wasn't like the, a great plan i don't feel like and i'm not i'm not trying to bash the county at this i just think the rollout nationwide has been pretty lackluster it's been different for everybody right and i think somebody who is it seminole so another county is doing it by lottery um but why isn't it standardized per county and why i don't know public because- is somehow going to be giving out uh and distributing vaccines too it's like how did publics get in there a private company were they asked to do it or are they making money off of it like who, who says i i mean i guess i can't i don't think it's a bad thing that more places are administering vaccines i mean you get you can get a flu shot at cvs no i think that's great obviously more access to it but if it's the same 
every, each county gets the same amount of vaccines. I don't think they do. I think depending on how big your county is, because Miami's going to get more than you know. Liberty I, I don't county, know. I was just I'm reading. Sure. I was just reading. That's what I thought. But I was just reading. I want to say in the Sentinel, um, where one county or one area that has more than another got like ten thousand less vaccines. Huh. And it's which I, I'm not. I'm not doubting it. I mean, I'm. I'm sure things like that are happening. I. I, I understand. Also, it's a logistical. Nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. I mean, to get shots in arms to 330 million people. Which is why maybe something like Publix makes sense because they're used to distribution. They have that distribution arm. They know how to get things out. Plus, across. they're everywhere. I mean, there's a Publix nearby. I mean, you probably, everybody within right. Orange County lives probably within five miles of a Publix. But there's also hospitals everywhere. Oh, no. Know, true. Right? True. But know. do you want people going into hospitals to get shots when there's sick people there? When there's sick people there. I don't know. Yeah. Not if, and, and that's why they're trying to do these pop-up things like the, not the convention center. Is it the convention center? There's one, I mean, there's one at the convention center. But Daytona, they did it at the some Speedway, I think. Speedway. Yeah, yeah. Just because they're areas that are used to getting lots, large numbers of people in and out. True, but it's one spot, though. I mean, you think of the convention center. I live 25 minutes from the convention center, and I don't mind driving, whatever, but not everybody wants to drive all the way out to the convention center to get something especially i, sure I mean don't. imagine if you live out in like bithlow i mean that's far for i for love how folks. everybody says bithlow everybody bithlow. says it like whoa bith timbuktu well i'm just trying to say it's a, it's a good hike if you if you no uh, no i hear you i just way. thought it was funny <laughs> they uh and then it's that new strain it's yeah, picking yeah. up like crazy. It's 70 percent more infectious than the other one. Yeah, yeah, kind of like inside. me. Stay inside. Yeah. Although, as we're outside drinking coffee, we're outside. We're though. outside, and not you know downwind from people. No, no, which is important. And just I think that's why hunters will be smart. They're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to be upwind from all these hunters. Mo's like yeah. shooting shooting deer. Yeah, because yeah, they okay. know you're like you don't go like downwind from something. So you want to do our next episode in a tree stand? In you a tree and stand, I. and I want to be. I don't want to be on the receiving end of a breeze. All right. Yeah. Wear your hunter orange <laughs> when we go out. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> you uh, be the most fashionable hunter. You should do a drag hunter. I <laughs> Honestly, I have I have a whole outfit really? that I've never used. Really? Because I thought it would be funny. Well, how, is it sort of Sarah Palin-esque? A little bit, but it's also <laughs> got like the danglies on it, you know? Like... <laughs> like, like what do you call it when you're? It's like camouflage, but like, like you're tassels? hiding in a bush. Yeah, it's really. Like where are they, Where are the Where are the tassels at? They're all over. It. Oh, okay. And it's it makes the whole thing like three D. Ah, you know? and it, it, they're tassels. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I put little crystals on the end and just yeah. kind of defeated the purpose? <laughs> uh, so that's the idea, and that might happen with your day. rifle can shoot out confetti. Yeah. Well, I used to go play. <laughs> uh, uh, paintball all the time. Really? Oh yeah. I've never played paintball. It is so. Fun. I think it would be fun. I don't. I don't have anything against it. I just haven't ever gone. I used to dress up like the predator, <laughs> and I had a wig that I hand tied together from yarn, uh-huh. like like dreads, you know, because because I wanted to move like that. Super. Yeah, like, it doesn't. Like you don't really move like that just because you wear a wig. But I do because <laughs> I like. I'm very method, you know. And I as soon as I had like this butch thing on, I was like, oh, I got this. Yeah. And I was like rolling through bushes. I had mud on my. Nobody's face. around you. You're just no, running around, just doing it. I had so much. Fun. I had moccasins on so you could hear me coming, you know, like little mucklucks all okay. laced up to my knees. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could that way you're not crunching on any twigs and stuff. We used yeah. to do this all the time in the bush up in Canada. So I, I think that'd be fun. We should go paintball. And I'd want to go out in the woods and do it. I wouldn't want to do those like uh, indoor courses no, or whatever. And you're really pushed together. It's more fun when you're out, you know, in the wilderness. Yeah. You could 
We know people who own land over on the other side of the econ. Seems like it would hurt. Doesn't it hurt? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's not fun. No. Like when you get hit, that's why you don't want to get hit. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody, there's like this macho thing of if you have too many layers on, you're like a big wuss. Okay. I would have a lot of layers. Yeah. On. <laughs> I don't want to get hit. Well, no. And then if you're caught up in it sometimes soon, if someone's right next to you, like you're supposed to do it from a distance because you, you can really hurt someone. Oh, yeah. But if, if someone just like appears in front of you, you're going to shoot because you're nervous. Uh huh. And it really hurts. I'll bet. I would get these huge welts. Our friends would be like, bleeding from you where you hit them and then you all talk You're talking about me out of this no it's fun that's a very dude thing to do uh-huh. no or too dead whoever wants to do it anyone who likes shooting people speaking of shooting people do we need to talk about what happened in the in dc do we, we can i mean that? it's not local but there's, well, there's some local connections of course there were florida people uh-huh. there. of course so i mean if you are living under a rock and haven't seen a television in a few days good for you because uh, you're probably living a better life a than i am insurrection yep. coup uh, domestic terrorism, call it what you will, riot at the Capitol. Party. Yeah, call it whatever you want. And uh, dozens, I guess, hundreds, I, I don't even know the numbers, broke into the Capitol. Thousands. Stopped, I don't, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Stopped Congress for a while, but uh, eventually got taken out. And one guy, the guy, there's this picture that keeps blowing up of this guy carrying Nancy Pelosi's podium. Her lectern? Yeah, I don't know if it was hers specifically. That's was it? what I saw. Okay, all right. Yeah, and apparently he lives in uh, Parrish, which is just outside of Bradenton. That makes sense. Adam Johnson. Uh-huh. And they're looking for him. Oh, Adam. I'm sure. All these folks. So oh, yeah. All, FBI's I mean, looking. They didn't arrest you then, but they're looking oh, yeah. for you now. I mean, you can't, you can't do this. First of all, they're all live streaming in any way, so it's not like they are covert about Did you anything. see that guy wearing the his work tag oh he yeah his he work got lanyard on these are not the brightest bulbs out there come on i know did he like maybe he came just from work I, I think, and he just I mean, was excited and left it on or we could talk an hour he was trying this. to make friends so he was like oh just my hey, lanyard's guys. on you're like oh this, this is my name yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you need so it. he got fired but i i just think it's like you know this sounds you know like i said we could talk about this for an hour but i think it's like this whole entitlement idea that oh i can just do this stuff and and there's no consequences yeah there are going to be consequences at least i hope there are yeah but like white people consequences i mean i i'd, I'd like to think that they press charges to the fullest extent if you're going to do this stuff. sedition yeah ain't no joke we'll see i don't know i i'd be surprised if it goes that far I, that's I kind of what it was. I, I'm not. I'm not arguing that it's not. I'm just saying I, I think that's a hard one. That'll they be a shot hard that one to lady? prove. Huh? You know, and how come it? Like, what was that one lady doing? She was just going in the window, and someone shot her. Right? Yeah. But like. Everyone else went through the window and nobody else got shot. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I, all I get, some, they must have been told not to shoot. We don't need to talk about it. We yeah, have, we we have local to. things to talk about. Yeah. Well, anyway, there was, when I said a local connection, there's a Sanford firefighter oh, who, yeah. was, who was caught. Put on leave. He's been put, he's on, been leave put on leave Yeah, yeah. So. He's sexy, too. <laughs> you know? And not serious. If they're getting rid of a sexy white firefighter for doing something wrong, you, you're in trouble, buddy. You're gonna, you but, I mean, look. the point is, you know, fine, go do your protest and do whatever you want to do. But, you know, the moment you start rioting, there's going to be consequences. I mean, you can't just do whatever you want. No. Yeah. And, and doesn't and everybody know enough that, like, with facial recognition software, wear a mask? <laughs> like, And also just wear a mask because COVID. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, also maybe cover your eyes a little bit. Yeah. Wear, like, a rubber mask. Nobody would know who you were this whole time. What but, is but, wrong with but you? But masks equal sort of uh, weakness in that crowd. Is that so? It's like you, the more macho you are. Same thing with... Uh, 
paintball, I guess. <laughs> you know, these guys all play paintball. Uh-huh. They're not wearing protection. Well, you're wearing a mask, though, because you don't want to hit in the face with a paintball, right? Well, you wear goggles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All they right. should have worn goggles. Yeah. Goggles are macho. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, like I said, we could talk about it for an yeah. hour, but that's not what our show is about. The state is settling a lawsuit with Orlando Sentinel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they were the, the Sentinel sued them for COVID numbers, right? Yeah, because they wanted the reports. They said they were delaying the report of COVID-19 stuff. Between the, like certain dates, like a month before the election and a few weeks after the election. Yeah, like clearly uh-huh. we know why. Yes. Uh, and, the, and Governor DeSantis, it's his duty to reply those reports, and they didn't. And so they they have settled. I don't know for how much. Oh no, not... I saw. I saw. They wrote what they settled how for. Much? So they got the they got the that. reports, and the settlement was for seventy five hundred dollars because that's the cost of the attorneys' fees to do all of it. What? Yeah, it wasn't really that much, but the Sentinel, and they got the numbers and stuff anyway. They did. I mean, the Sentinel. You know, you could argue well, we weren't suing for money; we were just suing for access to content. And so, you know, they might make a stand that way, but... What a non-story. Now. <laughs> I thought they were going to be able to, like, bring some people back from furlough or no, something. No. <laughs> they could Well, I'm sure that money would go to more lawyers' fees. Yeah, right. Or, or the publisher. That's probably where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> they're, they're not doing anything with it. <laughs> Poor Orlando Sentinel. They're trying. Uh, an entrepreneur... Has bought. Sorry, there was a little bit of. There's some water pouring out, and I thought someone was peeing. Okay, yeah, I thought it was a dog peeing, but it's just water coming out of the building. Normal thing. Yeah, the building's peeing over there. (laughs) Uh, An entrepreneur has just bought the historic Church Street Station. Really? Wasn't it owned by like FBC Mortgage? Yeah, the guys. It wasn't owned by the mortgage company, but it was owned by the owners of the mortgage Ah. company, Uh, Ron and Rob. And oh my gosh. I'm having a moment. I think I've met Rob. The non the Nunziata brothers. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's, he's a big supporter of the sheriff's office. And Bungalower. Ah. They have an ongoing uh, House of the Day feature with oh, us. Oh, so with... they like you and me. Yeah, I like good. that. Hey. Good, good. <laughs> they like local stuff. That's yeah. the reason he bought it. Yeah. He was really hoping uh, to put in tenants and, and you know, do it himself just because he work cared out. so much about it. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. This COVID thing happened. And he was like, all right, we'll just sell. Guess how much he, bu- he sold it for. Uh, six million dollars. Two hundred and seventy-five million. What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, the whole property. How Plus, it's like whole... little adjacent properties, and then there's two hundred and seventy-five million. Two hundred and seventy-five million. No. Yeah. Unless I'm gonna it's look two... that up. Look it up. All right. Unless it's two point seven five. That would make more sense. I don't know. It's anywhere. Build a whole arena for our listeners. Two hundred and seventy-five you know million what? dollars. The more we talking, the more nervous I am. <laughs> so it could be anywhere between two point seven five. <laughs> between one dollar and two hundred billion dollars. <laughs> a lot of money. Yeah, we're not wrong. If we no, say that. there, there, we covered our butts. All right. Uh, don't call me. I can be wrong. News. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I am doubting you, but you know, who knows? Maybe it's a very valuable piece of property. That just seems like a high number to me. It was owned by uh, or, and the Rob. What is their names? Rob and. I don't know. That's really going to bug me. Um, Sorry, guys. It's now owned by Craig Mateer, and he is the Bags Inc. guy. I think he actually just sold Bags Inc. Weren't they building a headquarters like down in Paramore? Yeah, it didn't work out, and then I think he actually sold the company. Really? So I think this is his next big thing is he wants to make that into a big hub. That was like a big – I had never really heard of that company because I don't travel that much, but they do – Good business. Oh yeah, it yeah. was it was a really big coup for downtown Orlando to have them building their headquarters there. Uh, so it was kind of a bummer when it didn't work out. They're going to build it over by Amway Center and the uh, 
the history center Man, yeah why am i this is what happens when you get me to record in the morning i'm sorry i woke you up at the crack of 9 30 yeah. before 10 o'clock yeah and i bad. got a new mattress too so i was like sleeping <laughs> what else do we have growth spotter and i'm i'm gonna get her name wrong okay. i always do but i think it's amanda rabinus uh she's one of the two writers over there at orlando sentinels growth spotter growth spotter yeah which is spot know. growths on you brendan <laughs> Well, I could always use help for that. Who could? <laughs> who could? You got to check your back. They <clears throat> kind of launched in in reaction to Bungalow. You think I so? Say, oh, I you know, think so? I know so. They tried to buy Bungalow, and the, our boss didn't want to. You should sell, sell it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you should go. You should go meet with them and sell it. <laughs> I'm sure they tried to buy. It. I think he three hundred thousand dollars. They offered really for Bungalow. Yeah, I don't know, but they wanted him to come with it. Oh. And then he got a job at the city, so it didn't work out. And now he's stuck with me. <laughs> Poor choice, Matt. Uh, they have just reported that the Skycraft site, remember Skycraft is moving up the street to another warehouse? I didn't know that. They are. Oh, and, and they're in not Winter al- Park. In Winter Park. They have to get- On the, Fairbanks. Yep. They're, they're not oh, allowed know to, to keep mind. their UFO, though. They are or they aren't? Are not. In that sense that they can't- the reason they were allowed to put it up was old uh, zoning things. No old, rules old back permits. in the day. Now there's rules. It was grandfathered in, and now with the new rules, you, you can't put it up on your roof. I think they would make an exception for I that. I agree. Yeah. Come I mean, on, That's an Winter iconic Park. thing for so Winter dumb. Park. So dumb, Winter yeah. Park. I mean, if, they, if that was a peacock, they'd make it, oh, yeah, yeah we can have peacocks up in the air, but yeah. not UFOs. No, it's got to be a peacock. Everything <laughs> is branding, branding. Uh and now it's going to be potentially an eye doctor building. They're just going to raise the old. Can't building. you just turn that turn that UFO the other way and make it look like make it look like? <laughs> <gasps> Say let's let's. I'm going to call them. Okay, and I call them. Just All right. to, and I'll offer to paint it for free. All right, you know I did a story back uh, years ago on the on that UFO, and there's like a whole story behind it where they had to rewire it because it was sort of outdated. And I think the guy told me it was on the. Uh, on the cover of a ACDC album or something like that, or there was some connection so to ACDC. Historic, it's a historic landmark. Yeah. Maybe, well, they're going to have to rebuild They'll the entire building, so they're not going to be allowed to keep yeah. it. It's, it's going to have to go away. Uh, and the only reason I bring it up is just because it's an iconic building and we're going to miss it. Why are we doing on time? We're good. Uh, Ome Restaurant Group. These are the people who own Bento, Bento yes. Box, yeah. which is blowing up. Blowing up. And these guys are also blowing up. I don't but think I've even eaten at Bento Box ever. Yet. Ever? I don't think so. Oh, do you want to? Sure. I'm going to something today. Actually, I can't go today. All right. Well, forget about <laughs> it. <laughs> they have changed their name to Ome Restaurant Group. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't <laughs> know their intentions, John. <laughs> God forbid you talk to somebody. I don't even know what it, it means. I should have asked. <laughs> oh them, like, my! What does this mean? Oh my! <laughs> That's how it's spelled. O M E I. So it might be oh my. <laughs> Uh, they are launching this new thing. It's called Doshi Box. It's a virtual kitchen. And this is their new thing, right? So they're all about their chain of bento boxes are popping up all over the place, even outside of Florida. And now they're really leaning into virtual kitchens. And so they've What's bought a virtual kitchen. Remember like ghost kitchens? Oh, okay. Yeah. I know what those are. So those are, if you have a, you know, you don't have your own kitchen, but you want to prepare food, right? You want it? Well, no. no. <laughs> okay. No, that's a commissary okay. kitchen. All right. And a ghost kitchen is a place where you would make food for like third party delivery services. Like ah. you can't really go in and eat in the kitchen. You have to uh order it by Uber or something, right? Ah, okay. And so these guys are 
launching they're basically like make believe not make believe but that's things that you can't go eat in uh domu domu the ramen place yeah everybody loved their wings yes they started renting out of this little kitchen that's close to the public so they could do delivery only chicken wings okay domu wings and so now this new thing called doshi box uh, which is basically this Korean like pre-packed lunch thing. It looks like a TV dinner tray. Yes. And then all of your artists and foods will be not touching in this tray. You could get that delivered to your house. Okay. They're going to do that. And the reason they're doing this is because they're building up to this new uh, model for a colonial town food hub over by the dollar store in Sticky Rice. Yes. Almost in Mills 50. And they're going to have, it's this new model. It's kind of like East End Market, which is here in Audubon Park. Is the building already there? No, they're building they're a whole building new the, building. Oh, They've wow. raised it. You can see it's just been like a dirt lot for a little bit. It's between, I think it's Lily's Bridal and the Dollar, dollar right. Store downtown. And uh, it's going to be this new cool test kitchen where it's in three phases. They do virtual kitchens to see if people like the food. Once that picks up, then they'll start doing in-person pop-ups, and you can go and hang out for special events. And then if those are successful and you have enough of a following, they'll start opening up actual restaurants. And since they're so good at doing chains, it'll be like these scalable models. So they're just, it's like a uh, an incubator, yeah. but with actual money behind it, so they can help these new chefs do really funky... Act, yeah. uh, we sort of touched on this last week, because I brought up my... Uh Gourmet meatloaf idea. You did. <laughs> you did. And you could be pitching it to these guys oh, and you might get well, some I'm already telling money. the world. <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm willing to let that one go if I can get the first taste of gourmet meatloaf. Okay. I think you should tell them. Okay. It's really, they've had their hands at everything. They've done, um, they gave money to Mamak, the Super Noodle, Sticky Rice. The, they're backing the new Foreigner th- thing which was a pop-up and yeah. not going to be a restaurant so really interesting i love seeing those things happen uh i guess it's time to go to break we gotta get a break because i'm gonna go get some more coffee all right let's come back and we'll talk about donuts and hawaiian ice and a bunch of things to do this weekend hotels in winter park we can talk about that This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Get the whole family moving with an energetic workout class. Family Zumba is a virtual event on January 9th. You'll dance your way to fitness. DIY Microphone Build is an online class on January 11th. The Melrose Center team will show you a ground-up build of a condenser mic followed by a Q&A. Cuisine Corner with Hungry Pants is a virtual event on January 12th. The owners of the popular restaurant Hungry Pants will make their delicious muamara spread so you can spice up lots of different dishes. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. We 
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm still waiting for Henry Cavill to come to my house in a Superman costume and beat the hell out of me. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I don't think I've ever seen one of the new Superman. Ever? I don't think so. There's one scene where he's on an oil platform, oil rig, and he's trying to save people. And like his whole, his clothes have burnt off his body. Uh-huh. But for some reason, his like, hairy chest is still intact. And you're just like, yes. <laughs> I don't even care what You've, you've rewatched that scene a few Oh, on loop. Uh, I got that saved as a GIF on my desktop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the, what were we talking about? What well, we, we, were tell, we were telling people that we talk about all things Orlando here yeah. on Bungalow on the Bus. We're actually at Lobos Coffee Roasters. Having some coffee. Yeah, we're here in Audubon Park hanging out. It's Friday morning. Normally we record on uh, Thursday nights, but uh, I didn't feel like it. things yesterday. to do, so uh, it's true. You know, things happen. If you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com and follow Brendan because he puts all the most important <laughs> stories of the week on the website, also on Instagram and uh, Facebook. A lot of lake alerts this week, man. Yeah. Yeah, actually, a lot of local lakes are, are being closed to the public due to micro systems. That's just poo, right? Toxins resulting from algal blooms. That's just all poo? Well, I think it's a reaction from poo and fertilizer (laughs) and just grossness, general grossness. I actually, I'm going to get on a soapbox here. Okay. Can you handle it? Hold my hand. I need to get up on the soapbox. Okay. I think. We should have a soapbox in Orlando where you could just sit there and spout your your issues. Do you want to sponsor one? Sure. And we'll paint a little square around it? It needs to be above, though. It needs to be up. And every time you go on, and then you could hit, like, record, and then it live streams. Uh-huh. I would do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Why are we so good at this? I don't this? know. That's a great idea. I just wish someone would do it. Put a quarter in? Put in a quarter. It uh-huh. records. You're actually literally standing on a soapbox. Maybe there's a cool backdrop uh-huh. that makes it look like there's a million a people company, listening to you. A local soap company to maybe sponsor it. What's the uh, clean the world? Yeah, clean. What is it called? <laughs> yeah, the problem is you might get some crazy people that go up there, and then your your brand is them spouting that. We could pre-approve you know, it. Well, who cares? All Canadians care. should They're go back to Canada or something like that. Who cares? But <laughs> if you put your dollar in, and maybe it goes to that museum. Okay. What's the museum? There's a soap museum. Yeah, there's here. a soap museum. What's the, the name? Clean the world. You did a, it's just the soap museum. It is clean the world. Yeah. Why'd you laugh? I, I thought you were laugh. making it sound like I yeah, said it wrong. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> anyway, get on your soapbox, Brendan. Uh, I think we treat our local lakes like toilets. They're all retention ponds. Anytime it rains for miles around, it all just drains into our local lakes because that's the way we've designed them is just to take extra rain. But that takes everything. Pollutants, dog poop, anything. Cats. Cats, cats in general. <laughs> glitter. You know, like it all just goes into Half the lake. Half that glitter is from you. Yes, <laughs> and I should know better. Should only biodegradable glitter for me from now on. But I just think it's gross, and I and we used to be able to drink the water in these lakes, and now we can't even touch them because they're all closed because of how do, you, how do you fix that though? Just we have water treatment policies. Let's they need more money, and and, and we have over a hundred lakes in Orlando. Uh huh. And it's like a small staff, the stormwater division. I just they need money. They need help. It should be more than just monitoring. We need like a, a policy in place that helps us steward and uh, and increase the livability of these lakes. I agree, and I, I it's and it's going to be expensive, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, and you'd think the people that live on the lakes would be the oh. ones advocating for it, and they're the ones that can afford to advocate. What I mean by that, they probably have a little more power than you and I do. I don't live on a lake. I know you don't live on a lake. No. But those are the people that might have the ear of some of their commissioners or council folks. 
They College might have Park. Ones. College Park, you know, yeah. and I'm seeing a lot of these lakes, especially that have been closer over in Ivanhoe Village. Uh, this the recent Lake Estelle in front of Advent Health, Lake Rowena, Lake Highland, Lake Formosa uh, are all closed right now. Are they all generally the more quote unquote urban lakes? And what I mean by that is, are there ones out like in West Orange County, East Orange County? Do those ones get closed? Like if much. I'm in Windermere, is my lake getting closed, or, or are they taking care of that, that a happen, better? But it's but I think those are also a little bit larger too. They like are the, to the chain. It's a little bit harder. They're big. For them. And these are a little bit more landlocked, so they're getting, you know, especially the ones that are surrounded by like residential development. Uh huh. You're going to see a lot more nutrients washing into those lakes. All right. Yeah. Well, clean up the lakes. Yeah, I just you know let's let's use them. Let's use them right. Let's, I agree. We are stewards. I like the idea of of using those monies. To increase and and better uh, the, our environmental surroundings. Did I you agree. know you can you could paddle from Advent Health, like Audubon Park and those lakes, all the way through Winter Park? Really? Yeah. You got to go through some creepy tunnels, though, right? Yeah, but like, why? Why can't we make that all just you a could beautiful make that canal better. system? I mean, you can make it like a trail, which would be yeah. really cool. A like water a, a, trail? Yeah, a water trail. That'd be awesome. All the way through those lakes? Yeah, because there's Who a lot of people. That? I mean, I own kayaks, and I don't go as much as I should because sometimes I do have to go pretty far to find nice, clean, not just lakes, but rivers. Stand up paddle boarding yeah. all the way through there? It's a big thing. And people do that in Winter Park uh, on the lakes by Rollins. Yeah, Virginia. And those are all super. But that's, again, all the properties on there are like million-dollar properties. But you can get to it. You have access. And then you can go through those channels, those canals, which is really cool. And people do that. I love it. Uh-huh. And I want that all the way through all of these lakes. I agree. Like that's all I have to say. I'm okay. off my soapbox. All right. Did we talk about the new Italian market that Tornatori's just well, opened really. up? Not really. No, this is my neighborhood. Okay, so they Tornatori's. Good pizza place. Great pizza place. Yes. They make everything from scratch. They also make pastas from scratch with no eggs, so they're vegan. And they use like this thing. I don't know how it works like that, but they said it's like the press is so strong, they don't need a binder. Okay. Which I don't... 100% believe, but whatever. It, it was delicious. We used some of the noodles the other day. I think we've talked a little bit about this, but we didn't go into detail about the market because I, I also mentioned that they have frozen stuff there, which is really good if you just need to grab and go yeah. and go in your oven. So but, everybody's loved their pizzas and their frozen stuff, but now they've opened like an actual Italian market next, next door. Next door, right next door. And uh, great and this, hours. And if you go Edgewater. there when it's closed, you could just ask the pizza people and they'll walk over there and grab the stuff that you really? need. Yeah. I got some frozen pizzas for Scotty the other nice. day. It was great. Yeah, it's on Edgewater, just north of College Park. It's College Park, but north of... What's the of, school right there? Uh, Bishop? Yeah. No, not Bishop. No, no. Bishop Moore. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Bishop Moore. But that campus is enormous. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like they a little a city. Pizza. Go check it out. I think they were on, like, Restaurant Impossible years yeah. ago, because it used to be called something else, and then they then they saved it, I guess. I'm a big fan. I like. I think the people there are cool. The, the chef... Uh, I forget his name, obviously, because I'm forgetting everything this morning. He's wonderful and also What do they have in the market besides handsome. pasta? Pasta. Gelato. Everything they make in-house but the gelato is what he said. Great. Maybe not the cheese either. I think the cheese is someone else. But, but there's stuff there. Yeah. They're feta cheese. We got some of that the other day from Good. my quinoa stuff that I make. Delicious. Okay. Best best feta cheese I bought in Good ever. stuff. Um, We just did a roundup, since we're talking about food stuff. We, we just did a roundup of the under, what is it, the Florida Cottage Food Law? Oh, yeah. I saw it. Was this an Ask Bungalow? It was. And I'm glad we did it because we, I'm seeing a lot of that on, on Instagram, right? Explain what a cottage food is. for Things that people are making from their home kitchen. 
And during the pandemic, we saw a lot of that and, and some very popular things are popping up, like great home bakeries and uh, people doing their own salsas and jams. And, yeah, but they don't always have the same same regulations when you're making salsa inside your kitchen than maybe well, some restaurant does. Th- apparently, because everyone's like, oh, I can do what this Florida cottage food law. I can sell whatever I want out of here. That's great. It's probably a wonderful. limit, right? Like if you sell one thing, it's fine. But if you sell ten thousand things, well, that's and that's not fine. it's a little bit gray in the public point of view. If people think you can do whatever you want, you really can't. You cannot sell anything. And this is what I found out: you can't sell anything. You basically need to cook. Like you can't anything, anything that has uh, the home chef using meat. They can't sell you anything where they've cooked meat. At their house. Oh, ever. Ever. Oh, all uh, right. Vegetables. They can't sell you anything like focaccia bread that has like onions in it. They can't do that because really? they can't guarantee that they cook the onions properly. Salsas. They can't do that either. So what can I eat? It's really Legally. like bread, cake, pasta, and popcorns. Oh. Yeah. It's very limited. So if someone's, just so you know, some of these amazing instagram accounts that you're following you're that breaking are, the law if you eat it probably yeah probably and, gonna go to jail and they might get in trouble <laughs> doing the slammer so they're just, making a cake they might go away they might go away. i don't know i mean i think it's one of those things that you do it until somebody tells you that you can't do it big fine too big fine i don't know what it is but i'm saying this but like how Trump would you would get a fine somebody would have to turn you in right yeah and people are nasty i mean i i, I know why they. i'm do not this. gonna the narc reason, anyone out for making focaccia bread no, I'm not going to do it. But if Brendan makes 20 loaves of, of focaccia bread and they're all poisoned with salmonella, I mean, that is your fault. And so that's why there's laws against this. I, I make fun of it, but there are there's reasons behind Actually, this. funnily enough, Typhoid Mary. Uh-huh. Remember? Yeah. So she, she was, she was uh, asymptomatic. And she used to make, I can't remember what she was making. She, like she was soup or something, wasn't it? Right. She was known for making something really tasty that everybody wanted. So she was, she would make these things and, and give them to people as presents. Uh, but she was also spreading typhoid. Mm-hmm. And uh, now you can't do that. No. Because of typhoid Mary. And we're also in a pandemic now. So yeah. learn those lessons, y'all. If you want to see the rules, just go to bungalore.com. You'll see what I wrote about it. City District. I've kind of made fun of them in the past. What is it? Oh, you don't remember this? City District. They used to be the Church Street District. Ah. And then they expanded. Now they also have the Central Business District, uh, Creative Village, and OBT, and Paramore. So they're like these four districts all in one that they're calling the City District. At the time when it launched, I have spoken out against it because I just didn't like the idea of Church Street uh, needs and wants being lumped in with the same box with Paramore and OBT. Yeah, and different, different priorities, different communities, totally. different priorities. They all different makeup. Paramore different needs racial a, makeup, right? And the idea is that like Paramore and OBT will have their own district eventually, but they didn't think that they were ready to just launch on their own right now. I why? Can, <laughs> got a lot well, to I'm say. Ask about you that. the hard question. Yeah. Why? Why can't? People that live there have their own district, Brendan. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I got. I we have a district in College Park. There's a district here in Audubon Park. Anyway, they I'll, should, let, I'll let they our listeners and they should have their own district. Totally. I I completely disagree with the idea that they need to be led like a by training hand. like a training wheels. They used to have their own district. They were uh-huh. the first Main Street district. Yeah, and they got shut down. I want to say with Daisy Lynham. She shut them down. Yeah, right I before don't... the Angway Center went in. I don't know. Right? I, I haven't been here that long. It was probably 
before my time. Not a fan. Not a fan. They should have their own district. Yeah. Uh, and it's, they're one of the oldest neighborhoods in town. And one of the most intact Main Street districts. Like an actual Main Street district with beautiful single-story retail which, buildings. Which needs some Which needs love. help. Some which PLC all the more reason. There. That's what Main Streets are for. Yeah, I agree. To preserve historic buildings and bring in local businesses. Yeah. And that's exactly what Paramore needs. And and if Especially now with all the changes yes, going on there. The stadium, the, the Exploria Stadium, was plunked down right in the middle of, of the Paramore district. And the Paramore actual Main Street cut it right in half. Yeah. Like you, it's tough. And, and they need... A unified voice to do stuff like that, and sometimes that's what main streets can do for these neighborhoods. And who who needs that more than Paramore? Whew, I got there up you go. Soapbox Whew, got again. that off. Whew. All right, I'm good. Um, they <laughs> the reason I bring this up is because City District just launched a survey about downtown, and they want to know what people think about downtown, where it is now, where it could be in the future. Uh, and I actually think they're going to take the survey results into account because it's like the the project DTL. Right, which I don't know why they don't just use that as their guiding principle. Me neither. <laughs> Crickets. How many, how many surveys do we need? Just kind of do it, right? Just do it. We know what downtown needs. You have the downtown vision guide. You're the downtown thing. Just use this thing that they spent tons of money and time on as your your raison d'être, and, and you're good to go. Uh, but if you want to be a part of this process, you could take the survey and make your Where can known. I take this survey at? Are they going to bring it to me or I got to go online? You got to go online. I have a link to it on bungalore.com. Right, so you I'll can go do take it, the survey. Can I take it? I'll, although I don't live right there. No. No, no I can't? Take it. Anyone can okay, take it. It's anyone. for visitors and residents. I have a couple of their questions I wanted to ask okay. you and see what you thought. Okay. Can I, can I wrap it for you? What is your favorite thing about downtown? My favorite thing about downtown is the walkability of the sidewalks with a vibrant streetscape of bars and restaurants and maybe one day shops. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, well, how about you, Brendan? What's your favorite thing about downtown? Uh, well, probably the same. I like that there's always people there either for the business park aspect of it during pre-COVID. the pre-COVID <laughs> and then at night, pre-COVID, pre-COVID, yeah. post-COVID. Um, I want to say <laughs> the potential. Yes. <laughs> it's got a lot okay. of potential. Okay, so we both like the, uh-huh. the idea of downtown. What's your least favorite thing? Um, I know I think this is going to be the thing for everybody, uh, and it's not a huge deal, but I think the probably the biggest complaint is always going to be parking, and just, you know, and it's not that big of a deal to me, because I don't mind walking. Right. Uh, but besides that, I would say the lack of retail in downtown Orlando, because um, if I'm not going down there to eat or renew my license plate, <laughs> yeah. um, what do I need to go downtown for, uh, or drink? I mean, right. I mean, there's it's an nowhere. entertainment district. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, that's okay. Yeah, and that's fine too. It's it's the same thing. If I go downtown, it's because I'm either going to go out to eat, have a drink, or go to a show, which right. is a lot of things. But there's it's different it's than Winter things. Park, yeah. <laughs> where downtown Winter Park you can sort of mull about, hop in some shops, go out, have a coffee. You, you can't really do that in downtown Orlando. There's just not the retail there to do that type of thing. Winter Park is is lacking uh yeah. adult drinking places to they go don't to. have any real bars in downtown winter park and that's I mean, on purpose just, that's yeah. by design they don't yeah. want that to happen god forbid you have a drink although everybody's drinking out I, there they're all drinking yeah, yeah and they come there drunk yeah like, that's why you yeah. watch those you watch those yeah. old ladies blue hair wine in those service tumblers yeah, that's and why those, it's so hard to parallel park smokes. their uh beamers yeah. they can't you watch those ladies try to park well, they're their just bad at parallel parking <laughs> <laughs> that has nothing to do with drinks. That's why they're all complaining about parking, too, because they're like, oh, it's so hard to park here. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you're, sh- you're 
you don't have your chauffeur parking for yeah. you. Come on. What's your least favorite Come on, Martha. Part, about, part about downtown? Well, Orlando? I think it's got to be the visibility of uh, our homeless population and the, which I think could be solved with like maybe a work program. I don't know. I don't know we, what we the... have housing and there's a, the panhandling issues uh-huh. are, are tough. And, the, and I don't have a solution for that other than but that's just part of urban living. I mean, when I say urban living, I mean, I mean, you go to Toronto, you go to New York, you go to San Francisco. I mean, yeah, I know these might not all be the best examples. Megalopolises, people, you know? Pe- believe it or not, when you go downtown, unlike your, your gated community, yeah. people there are people from different socioeconomic right. statuses. And, oh, my God, you have to mingle with somebody who maybe is poor? God forbid. <laughs> like, that's life. And that's no, what, I agree. And that's what they don't have at City Walk and Disney on purpose because they're not real downtown. Yeah, and you can't get in. No. Yeah. And so, like, you know, that's that's life. I'm just saying. I'm just right. rhyming right. off some I, of the and things. And I'm not disagreeing with people, you. people, uh, you hear that a lot. Like, I'm, uh, you always, like, people from Winter Park, the reason they don't have uh, homeless people in Winter Park is because Winter Parkers don't let them come in. Right? And we've said this before. Like, uh-huh. I've been there where they've said, you don't belong here to yeah. homeless people who are, or anyone who was panhandling yeah. on the street. They just and really, the solution is the figure out a better solution for people that need homes. Well, that's they have a home program which is doing fairly well, right? But uh-huh. there's also an issue with people who are coming here recreationally to panhandle, um, yeah. and and what do you do then? And I think if there's some sort of cool work program or something to give people things to do during the day, once once you're housed, uh-huh. where do you, what do you do now with the rest of your day? I don't know. And a lot of people are still doing the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Maybe to just that. accept that it's there and and move on. <laughs> As city leaders, like you know what we're, we're trying. This is what it. We do. It's, it's it's much more visible at this very moment uh, because there is less, uh, you know, work, workers in the street during the day, and there's less people going down to the bars. Yeah. So, like, what's left? Yeah, I do think they need to figure out a solution for daytime versus nighttime. I mean, nighttime's busy. I mean, you can't deny that there are thousands of people. Uh, no, yeah. pre-COVID, downtown it's Orlando. It's tough for because the downtown. Uh, bodies who are guiding where they want it to go don't want it to be like an entertainment district they don't want it to be like office park and and just drinking yeah like new orleans but i say just lean into it man i do i agree with that i think you should just lean into it because there's a lot of cities where i came when i grew up in downtown uh i grew up near detroit for years and years and years and years downtown was a ghost town at night there was nothing now it's it's sort of getting better but uh, for a long time, there's nothing. They would have killed to have so many bars and restaurants yeah. and activities at downtown at so night. So make it and, safer and for those uses. Problem? I say make it, make it safer for those uses. Better lighting. You know, I like that they have started talking about uh, ride share hubs yeah. and, and late night food truck areas to, yeah. and helping with that mass exodus of people at 2 o'clock, right? Yeah. Um, Open container laws, they've tried that for Halloween, which is a shame, but I hope they try it again. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, those and are it, yeah. some things I, I'd I like just, to see. I think you could do more stuff daytime, too, like retail food-wise, but we'll see. Yeah, and the problem is a lot of these new buildings, It's the the prices are too high for retail to come in unless it's like an anchor tenant, like uh-huh. big box store. And big, and, it's and they're not going to do it. The square footage isn't enough for big box stores to want to move downtown. No. Maybe now when we're seeing more vacancies, that might change. Would I open a, a retail shop downtown? Probably not because the foot traffic's yeah. not there right now. If Wahlburgers had hung on a little bit more during this pandemic, you know, we were starting to see larger chains come in. Walgreens has their tiny little boutique uh-huh. uh, place. Retail I also could think, happen. Brendan, with uh, the increase in, ho- not hotels, but um, apartments, more people do live downtown and they're going to have even more. So that yeah. might help. 
have anyway. some things things to do this weekend okay. if you want. Otherwise, uh, go on and we obviously had some things to say about downtown. If you do too, go and take the survey. Yeah. Uh, so there's some cool things happening. It was we just celebrated Zora Neale Hurston's 130th birthday. Oh yeah, that's usually week. in Jan. It's in January. It is uh-huh. on the seventh. Yep. Yeah. It was, it was her birthday. I did a whole project on her. Oh really? Yeah. For PBS. She's great. Yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah, I got in book. trouble for did calling her book? Miss. Oh. Because apparently Miss is for women under 30. Oh. Uh, Miz? And it's Miz. But I, like, who cares? Okay. <laughs> um, I apologize if anyone was triggered by them. Okay. There's other things to be triggered by. Uh, I just took a the vegan tour in the milk district. Cause they, Almond milk district. That's what they're calling it for the month of, of January. Yep. Veganuary. What'd you get? We went to Sideward Brewing. That's where we started. They have vegan beers on tap. Vegan, all right. I guess Most it has something to do vegan. with the yeast or something, so, right? Well, there's some beer that does use, like, fish stuff. Because, like, Guinness is known to not be vegan. Okay. Because they use some sort of fish bladders or something in their process. Okay. But most beer is, I These think. These are the people that don't eat honey, right? Cause, cause, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. bees spit it out. And oh, they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's mean to the yeah, bees. That's true. Come on. <laughs> uh, they actually have, they have a tempeh Reuben sandwich, which was like game changer. Good. So good. We went to MX Taco. They've got some beautiful mushroom-based burrilla tacos that everybody should try out. Uh, they're doing this for the whole month. We have a little video up. Check it out. Cool. Dinosaur Invasion's coming back to Lou Gardens on the 18th, which is 20 life-size dinosaur sculptures taking over Lou Gardens. Really cool. Velociraptor? Probably. Better be. Yeah. I'm you can't have it without a raptor. Just a bunch of parasaurolophuses. I don't think I ever heard of a raptor until Jurassic Park. Well, they're not. a popular They got dinosaur. it wrong. It was supposed to be little. They're really tiny. Oh, really? They're like yeah, three feet tall. That's not scary. No. So they made it bigger. <laughs> yeah. Which is, it's all made up. I think T-Rex is the, the king <laughs> of them. But. And the uh, Orlando Fridge is hosting their winter mini fest uh, through the 10th. That's all weekend. Make sure you can stream some of their content online they're hurting because they didn't actually get to have their event this month and i think we're out of time right oh uh, yeah we are brendan okay. we, have, we have a vintage map online if you want to go find out local vintage old map shops. it's like from 1500s right yes <laughs> <laughs> don't go here there's a sea serpent <laughs> no old vintage shops yeah and uh thank you to lobos coffee roasting for having some delicious coffee holler at audubon park see you guys next week